You may or may not have noticed a uh, a change on the show this week, something that has never really been a, a, a thing before. It's something that somebody was was holding back, and we've encouraged this person to 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 be their true self and, and live their best life, and that's why Danae is finally living life as an out Edmonton Oilers fan. Yeah. It's always been something that didn't really, like, have to come up because there was no Battle of Alberta. Yeah. We're not sitting here talking around hockey in October or what's right. happening with the Oilers because, mm. A, number one. <laughs> number two, uh, go Flames, go. Yeah. But now, Fuzzy, there's this, like, metamorphosis where there's this new, like, person on the show. It's Edmonton Oilers fan, Danae. Yeah. And it, truthfully, it's not a surprise. She's been very open about the fact that her husband, Matt, is a huge Oilers fan. Yeah. And she's been open about the fact that her kids are, are split. Violet's a Flames fan, <laughs> yes. whereas Maxwell is an Oilers fan. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's being from Saskatchewan, we knew she's a Riders fan, so we shouldn't be shocked by the fact that she is supporting a team other than the right team, the correct team, the team <laughs> that Calgarians cheer for, well, the, the the Flames. And it's been this weird, like, internal struggle because I was all for cheering for the Flames. Cheering for the Flames last week when they were playing Dallas was not a fake thing for me. I was rooting them on. But now that they're playing the team that I generally do cheer for, I... I I've tried and I just can't. I got to I got to stay true to myself. I got to stay true to my where my true loyalty lies and that is the Edmonton Oilers. So yesterday I wore my jersey to work for the very first time. You guys were great about it. It was fun. Jefferson on on CTV Morning Live, you know, he's done a little bit of razzing. Mm-hmm. Everybody there has been really great too. I was like, "Dana, you have to wear your jersey because everybody is flying their flag right now." Yeah. Of course. You see people in Calgary who are wearing like Tampa Bay Lightning jerseys and you're like, "What yeah. is that even?" But <laughs> hey, if that's your thing, that's your totally. thing. So, uh, but then it came time to go into the real world and I did have a couple errands to run after the show yesterday and I meant to bring a shirt to change into because I was like I just don't want to <laughs> I just don't want to deal with it when I'm out there but I forgot so before I left like I was stressed out I had this like big sigh I was like well here I go you guys I want to wear an Oilers jersey everywhere I go now. <laughs> it was the most glorious outing ever. I was so worried, but everybody was so, so nice. And now are you just saying this because you got a chance to flirt with some, some cute firemen? Is that, is that what where this I is mean, from? that was fun. But, no, I went to Signal Hill, and uh, I went into uh, Michael's first. I had to grab a couple things from there. Everybody there like, oh, oh what are you doing here? Yeah, you know, all yeah, like very, yeah, like, yeah. tongue-in-cheek kind of thing, playful, right? It's playful. Yes. And then when I went to Superstore, I walked in at the same time as a couple of Calgary firefighters. And I was like, oh, oh, they're going to say something. Sure enough, the one guy's like, what are you doing? Real yeah. life, everybody in the produce section starts looking <laughs> uh, at us. Of course. I'm like, oh, I know. He's like, that's ballsy. Wow. I'm like, hmm, coming for a firefighter, that's a pretty big compliment. High praise, like, yeah. Mr. Uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you run into building, burning buildings. You're calling me brave. I'm like, yeah, bravery or stupidity. <laughs> that's a really good point, actually. I don't know. Anyways, we like ran into each other a bunch of times throughout the store. And finally, on our last interaction, they said something else. I was like, hey, come on. That's coming from guys that are professional flames putter outers. Oh, oh, oh. So they were like, oh. oh. So anyways, see you later. Have a good one. And I, I got out, and I was actually parked right by their by, by their fire truck. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, for social media, I got to get a selfie in front of the truck that is yeah, designed to do. put out the flames. Mm-hmm. Here I go. So I go park right next to it. And I'm standing out there taking my selfie. And who walks up while I'm doing the selfie? Two of <laughs> like a total creeper right now what's up i work for virgin radio yeah for taking a selfie with me and they're like absolutely so we took a fun photo and i was just really cool you know what i love most about this this just proves 
that sports will always be better than politics because <laughs> you true. because Absolutely. you can because you can disagree with yeah. somebody about sports yeah. and still sit down and have a beer with them and have a good time with them yeah. and and not hate their guts whereas politics oh. and mandates and all the other stuff that's been going on <sighs> this is why I want nothing to do with any of that yeah. and give me sports all day long well and I think that's why I had so much stress over the battle of Alberta I was like it's been such a divisive time you know everywhere in the world yeah. here in our province the last one I was like oh great one more fight but no it's like it's fun it's been so much fun just because we cheer for different teams doesn't mean we can't be friends and the and the razzing can't be a fun yeah exactly and so. we'll welcome you back aboard the bandwagon <laughs> after we <laughs> defeat the Oilers Wait. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It is May Long Eve. The kickoffs <laughs> to the camping season is almost here. And the wonderful thing about camping, it is a fold with stories <laughs> and memories, and that's what we want today. We want to know about that thing that happened while you were camping that you will talk about forever and ever and ever. We got our friend Sarah here. Sarah, you've got, like, just a super bizarre camping story. We were uh, driving in the U.S. We ended up in Utah, which is just giant, and there's all of this uh, Bureau of Land Management land um, for camping. Uh, we pulled up to a campsite and we realized we needed to pay. And mind you, we're in the desert, so we are way far away from an ATA at this point, about 30 minutes uh, drive. So we ended up driving back to a gas station to find an ATM to get money to pay for our campsite because we want to be good people, right? So we had not seen another human being probably in over two hours <laughs> at this point. <laughs> And we are on this super dark road and, you know, we're looking at the stars on the outside and in the distance, I see a flashlight waving frantically and I'm like, oh my goodness, what is this? We look out and I'm like, I think that's a person who might need help. And my boyfriend looks at me, now mind you, we realize that everyone in, in the U.S. loves guns, but we don't love guns. So it's just like we didn't have okay. a okay. whole lot of protection on us. <laughs> right? We had some bear mace, but nothing intense to uh, protect ourselves. Right. Um, so we see this, fl- this flailing light, and I'm like, this person might need help. What if it were us? And we finally see a car on the road. Like, let's pull over and help them. My boyfriend looks at me and says, are you crazy? Oh, my gosh. I'm so scared We do not have any form of protection. We're not helping this person. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay, so so we end up driving to the gas station. We get some money out of the ATM. We're heading back, and I'm looking all over the place left and right, and I see the flashlight again, and it's flailing and waving, and it's a little bit closer to us. But we ended up not pulling over and helping this person. And to this day... We don't know if we were going to get murdered or if we were going to save someone's life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sir, if you were going to stop to see what was going on, the smart thing to do would be before you got the money, like on the (laughs) way to the gas station, right? Because once you have (laughs) the money, you're essentially just asking to be robbed if that's the case. Uh, Absolutely. And once again, no protection on our part. And it was really like, do we want to live a serial killer, true crime nightmare? (laughs) Or do we just want to go pay for our tent? And speaking of true crime, this is like your unsolved mystery story of your life. Like, you don't know what happened. It it was insane. I have no idea what happened. And then the whole... 
Brian Laundrie, Gabby Petito thing happened, Ooh. and we were so locked in because we were like, what would have happened to us in Utah? This is not a place to go. So if you go to the U.S., avoid Utah unless you have protection. <laughs> the flailing well, and, and I believe it's a dry state, too. Our parts of it are yeah. dry. So, Yes. It was intense. So that was uh, one story that I will never forget about camping. Sarah, let me say, as a person who has a completely clear conscience with not stepping out to help anybody at any time for any situation, <laughs> they were fine. <laughs> That's what I was looking at. It. I wanted to help. I wanted to help so much. Yeah, yeah. Not your problem, and they were fine. That's oh why I look at God. it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. We never found anything on the news about it. There's a lot of legendary camping stories being shared. Uh, this one is so epic. It didn't even happen to Katie, but it happened to her husband when he was a little kid. Tell us about it. Oh, my God. Okay. So when he was younger, I mean, the boys must have been like 10, him and his brother. His dad would take them hiking. And so they were on this big overnight hiking trip. They had all their gear, of course, because they're so young, their dad was carrying most of it. But So they took a break, and his dad put down the backpack, and somehow... Now, my husband claims it's an accident. I don't really know, though. Um, he kicked the bag off the cliff. Oh, the, the bag with all, like, the food and the supplies and everything. All the food, all the supplies, everything that you really need. And by that point, it was too late to turn back. What? There was no turning back. This bag had gone off the face of the mountain cliff. And his poor dad, with two, like, boys, 9 and 10 years old, was having a, like, scurry down the side of a mountain to try and get this bag so they can survive for the night. Oh, my gosh. Did he get down okay? Yeah. I mean, he lives to tell the story, I guess. <laughs> like, he's around, but oh, my God. So every time we go hiking with our kids, because my husband, every time he sets the backpack down, I'm just like, didn't you learn your lesson? <laughs> <laughs> More reasons to stay in the city this weekend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> to go to the mountain. You have to. You That's got to. <laughs> uh, so many good uh, camping stories shared on the show today. We got another one. Yeah, Ryan, you've got like a super intense, crazy story for us. Yeah, I do. So when I was a kid, um, I actually went to diabetic camp out in Camp Horizon, just past Bright Creek there. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, so we have this game, and it's capture the flag, so we're all in the woods. You know, back then, I didn't have a camcorder. It was like a, one of those disposable cameras. Right. Yeah. So long story short, I got a picture of a bear. Wow. And it was on a big, huge tree log. So basically, when I got home, my mom developed all the photos, <laughs> and she's freaking out because <laughs> apparently it was one of those white Kodiak bears. <laughs> And, like, I was right underneath of it, and oh I got God. a good photo of it. My mom framed it. She's like, that's stupid. Like, you could have gotten killed. But I'm like, by a bear, Ryan. I was nine years old. I was like, this is sweet. I got a picture of a bear. And I ended up winning the game because the capture of the flag was right underneath the bear, and I grabbed the flag. Oh and this goodness. bear starts roaring at me, and I'm like, sweet. <laughs> So, yeah, it's funny because my mom framed it and she sent it out as Christmas card. She's like, my son took a picture of a bear. So she gave me crap, but she's bragging to all her friends like my son was 10 feet away from a Kodiak bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> did you tell her that you saw a bear? Or did she find out when she developed the photos? Yeah, 
I didn't want to tell her because, yeah. yeah, I just thought I'd do it a surprise. And she's like, what the F? Oh, my like, gosh. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, so it was funny. This is the weekend where everybody talks about camping, and so many amazing stories exist in the universe of camping. In fact, I feel like there's very little chance listening right now you don't have one. We know the only person who doesn't have camping stories is Fuzzy. Yeah, that's right, because it's too intense for me. Oh, jeez. Oh, get out of here. Holy cow. You can keep your tent. Our friend uh, Sarah is here to share the story from camping that she will tell forever and ever and ever. We were visiting some of my family in um, Missouri now. We've traveled all over the country at this point. We went to a campsite, and the raccoon situation when you're sleeping overnight is just the most intense thing I have ever seen. The raccoons come out, and they just tear through your campsite and just try to find anything that they can. Um, We did have a night where there was a trash bag hanging Uh, that we forgot to bring into the tent when we went to sleep. And we heard rustling, and there was a raccoon hanging with its butt out of the trash bag, (laughs) its face, like, buried in the trash bag. Um, And ended up, it ended up falling into the trash bag, and, like, like the trash bag would close as it was falling in because it kept getting heavier and heavier. And so we had to save a raccoon's life. While it was tormenting us at the same time, just to make sure it didn't suffocate in the trash bag. Oh wow. my goodness! Oh, that's <laughs> it was so sad, but I have a photograph of a little raccoon butt um, oh, hanging oh. out of a trash bag oh, <laughs> from, my from a tree. As the person whose family uh, had a pet raccoon when my dad was growing oh. up, precious old Racky, <laughs> Racky the raccoon, who oh. died in the family house fire because he ate too much oh. butt dough earlier that day. I'm so thankful that you were able to save the raccoon in your life. <laughs> we tried. We tried. Oh, I mean, everyone so kept telling us, be careful. These raccoons are scrappy. And we learned that they sure were. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think that this is Racky's brother living on, carrying on the legacy of Racky <laughs> that he didn't get to. What if it was Racky the raccoon reincarnated? Was oh! it, it was the same thing, man. Still getting into trouble because he's eating too much. Huh? <laughs> <Little> rascal. <laughs> we're getting so many incredible like just legendary inc- camping stories. You say incredible. These stories are the worst <laughs> stories ever. It's stories about being attacked by animals at uh, night and all sorts of crazy things like that. Why would you want to do this willingly? Because Maylon camping is just the best. It's, it's so just, much fun. There's just always a story so, with it. So and much we, fun. And we haven't even talked about Maylon camping and the weather. <laughs> oh, because right. we right. all know the weather never cooperates for Maylon. Yeah, no matter what they say, there's going to be snow um, somewhere near the mountains this weekend for sure. Yeah, uh, we uh, have been hearing lots of crazy stories this morning. And our friend Shelby shares about a pretty close encounter with a wild animal. We were camping for May long weekend. And we were like, you know, like, let's just, like, get away from the group and, like, go, like, stargazing. Like, that's kind of what we grew up doing. And so we went down, like, by the river. And we were just, like, talking and having a good old time. And we heard this, like, splash. And we're like, okay, like, all our friends are just, like, messing with us like they're throwing rocks in the water like whatever a couple minutes later another one like okay like we start yelling for our friends like hey guys like it's not funny and i started to get like real scared at this point <laughs> and then um we heard a third one so finally i was like like i'm too scared like we need to go back <laughs> and we got up and there was a beaver oh, like no. maybe 
five inches from my boyfriend's foot. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Luckily, it was a cute little beaver, though, and not a scary animal. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> Shelby, describe this beaver. I had an encounter with a beaver camping. I had no idea they're the size of a freaking Rottweiler. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was humongous, and, like, in the dark, it looked even scarier. <laughs> and those were obviously his, like, warning splashes, like, for us to, like, get away because he was not happy. <laughs> and again, beavers are, like, vicious creatures. Like, they bite trees down with their face, and it sounds adorable. Like, we put them on a... On yeah, a, they're on, on, on money. You know, but, they're hard workers. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> Beaver teeth are, like, yellow and huge. They look like two SpongeBob SquarePants that have, like, dysentery on someone's face, <laughs> and they could bite your oh foot off. Gosh. Yeah, we, we were not sticking around to see if he was going to lose a leg. No. Oh, my Damn, God. I had yeah. no clue. Damn. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Yeah, it says beavers are known to be extremely aggressive totally. in defending their territory against perceived encroachment, and they will definitely give people rabies if they bite but them. they're Canadian. Oh. They're a proud Canadian. Everybody thinks about the beaver and poutine when you think of Canada, no? Says the guy that doesn't yeah. go camping. He's trying to say beavers are okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not a good experience. We... Needless to say, we have not been back to that uh, that riverbed. Yeah, that's creepy, man. Well, we're happy to hear you survived a vicious beaver attack. <laughs> Thank you. We would love to hear a story about camping that you tell every single time someone brings up camping. The type of story that you experience while camping that you will talk about forever and ever and ever. Tyler, you were just kind of telling us about uh, an encounter that you had with a, a wild animal that was actually your brother's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> well, what well, happened? You know um, how different couples have different standards when it comes to PDA? Okay, of yeah. Of course, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, if, if holding hands in public is a thing, a little smooch, no mm -hmm. problem there. And then you've also got the couples that are full-on, like, making out yeah, in front the, of the everybody. Travis Barkers and the Courtney Kardashians. Right. Yeah, um, in this moment, my brother Chris was Machine Gun Kelly, no. and his girlfriend Leanne was Megan Fox. Okay. Oh, yikes. Wrong music, Fuzzy. We need we need something that is way, 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 way. No, 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 no. no. Something like, like, what about something? Scary? Like, this is a horror movie we're talking oh, about right now. Oh, okay. Perfect. Oh, no. So, this is a family camping trip, and I don't mean, like, my mom and dad are there, but it's the three brothers. Okay. It's Rob, it's Chris, it's Tyler. Kelly's there. My brother Chris's girlfriend Leanne is there. Uh -huh. We're camping out by Sundry on the banks of the Red Deer River. This particular campfire, things got a little heated. Uh, when out of nowhere, Leanne straddled my brother Chris. Oh, oh. And there was serious friction going oh, on. Oh, my! Amongst the bodies of this campfire and one of which is your brother it's 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 my brother yeah i'm sitting next to my other brother yeah and and my wife and we're all making eye contact like how do we get out of here why well, why you, didn't they go to the tent at some point in time you say y'all want to go in the woods or something yeah they did not go to the woods in fact things kept progressing no! and progressing and progressing ah! I, I i i watched my older brother get get treated like like Think of the scene from Castaway, 
Okay. Where Tom Hanks is trying to build his first fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he knows if he puts enough friction between the wood oh, and the other wood, stop. he'll light a fire. Are you? <laughs> they almost started smoking. Stop. <laughs> it was the most awkward thing I've ever witnessed, and I won't tell any more parts. No, I don't think you Except that eventually should. they did make it to the tent, uh-huh. and the next morning my brother had bite marks on his neck and hickeys and stuff, and I was like, cool. So wow. which site are you guys camping at for the rest of this trip? Please move. Because this is the May long weekend, and it's Saturday morning. we still got two more no. nights. I, I, That's Dib, night one? Dib, Dib's not being around this anymore. And there he was with Jaws. <laughs> it, was, um, it was it was really quite something. Oh, wow. Um, if I close my eyes, I can unfortunately picture it. And the worst thing is, now I know if you listening right now, close your eyes. You don't know what Chris looks like. You don't know what Leanne looks like. Uh-huh. But you can picture. You're picturing something. Just, just something on a, on a, around a campfire. Oh. And you're not doing a good job of selling camping to me, you know. <laughs> well, you're not going with Leanne. She's not a picture anymore. So it's all good. Go Flames, go! 98.5 Virgin Radio. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. Win a cup, fill it up. Win a cup, drink it up. Flame C, Calgary, lift it up. Win the cup. Flames up one nothing in the oh, Battle oh, of Alberta. Oh, yeah, big win last night. Nine to six. Fifteen goals scored. <laughs> and you can see 15 goals scored in one hockey game and say yeah. that's absolutely unbelievable. Yes. Like, who would have thought there would be that much scoring in one game in these playoffs? I haven't looked, but I'm, I'm going to go on the limb and say in the last seven games that they played against the Dallas Stars, I don't believe there was 15 goals scored in the series. Total. Yeah, totally. I know. And if you didn't see it, and you didn't see it happen, you might say, nah, not believe it. Unbelievable. unbelievable. Completely 110% unbelievable. Hey. Two goals in the first 51 seconds? <laughs> unbelievable! 9-6 <laughs> to six sounds like a really low-scoring game between the Calgary Stampeders and the Edmonton Eskimos. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. It's unbelievable when you see that kind of a thing. <laughs> or, or is it fuzzy? Well, yeah, Matthew McConaughey says, uh, you know what, man? Unbelievable. Shouldn't be a thing because anything's believable. <laughs> this is uh, some very amazingly poignant, wise words from the one and only McConaughey. Unbelievable. All right, it's my least favorite word. I think we should wipe it out of the dictionary. Why? What's so unbelievable about tragedy, about triumph, about people <laughs> that raise us up or let us down? It happens every single day. We shouldn't think that the most beautiful sunset or the greatest play or the greatest love of our life or the greatest moment of euphoria is unbelievable. Believe it. It's happening right in front of you, in you. We shouldn't feel like the greatest tragedy of death or earthquakes or or, or natural disasters or loss is unbelievable. It's part of life too. Believe it. We see it happen every day. So unbelievable. I don't buy. Awesome. Horrible. Incredible. I believe those. But unbelievable? Nah. It just happened. Awesome for Flames fans. <laughs> horrible for Oilers fans. <laughs> yes, exactly. Incredible for everybody who loves the game of hockey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah, good point. And I could listen to Matthew McConaughey talk I know. forever. <laughs> it will hurt my brain a little bit because that did kind of make me go, like, Ugh. but he's got a point there. He's got a point there. <laughs> Man, nothing is unbelievable. Nothing is impossible. Uh, game two, Battle of Alberta tomorrow night. I'm calling it. 30 goals in the next game. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. Mm-hmm.
98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Big day around Calgary with several wonderful graduation celebrations. Yeah, four schools celebrating uh, their graduations for the class of 2022. The Bishop O'Byrne Bobcats, the Nelson Mandela United, Bishop Carroll Cardinals, and All Saints Legends. Such a great day. You know, you're probably just kind of like starting to get ready and all of that good stuff. You just know that it's going to be like a day you'll remember forever. And the best part about like graduation and, you know, the end of high school is this is something that we time stamped in your brain forever and ever and ever. Every year that goes by, you move past it, but you'll always be connected to those moments. And you know what's really, really cool is uh, the iHeartRadio app has a playlist for grad 2022. So as you're driving around city in limos, you're going to, where are we going? We're going to uh, Peter's driving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, yeah. definitely. Scotsman Hill. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to go to the Peace, Peace Bridge. Bridge. Yeah, yeah. no like, player, yeah. Crescent, Crescent Heights, get some photos there too. Yeah, yeah. And then also a couple spots downtown to go by a random graffiti wall. And uh-huh. you're like, okay. oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, 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 maybe. Oh, there's a good one in maybe. Kensington. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. not forget the head at the bow. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And the fun thing is, is that like, what's big right now is like the soundtrack to grad 2022 but as the years go on you'll go i recall when we had to pull over and you had to squat in an alley and this was playing (laughs) (laughs) and like oh my god harry styles He's yeah. the king of England now. Yeah. That's and so when cool. That was, yeah. <laughs> and like he owns TikTok because that song was so huge on TikTok too, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. then you're like, oh, remember at the, remember at like the grad, like at the after grad where there was that thing going on in that closet between so-and-so <laughs> and so-and-so. And uh-huh. They were the first ones in our group to have a kid. And Oh, boy. Hey, remember Doja Cat? Oh, Doja Cat. That was a song that was playing when the door opened and they and, fell out of the oh, closet. Woman, 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 woman. Woman, woman, woman. Yeah. Woman, woman, woman. Woman, woman. That's a lot of women. And when you're going through the uh, like the grad soundtrack 2022, what's next on the uh, iHeartRadio uh, grad 2022 playlist? Okay, cool. Yeah, all right, well... Thousand Miles by Kid Leroy, great song. Okay, right. giving those hot grad vibes. Maybe, right. maybe something gets that grad dance going. Right. Whoa, Khalid. Uh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the cool thing is, is that iHeartRadio actually has. Uh, playlists for every single graduating year for what was the last 50 years. Oh, wow. I, I was scrolling. You can go back to like, to like find out like what were the cool songs like when your parents graduated high yeah. school. Yeah. Probably even your grandparents graduating high school. Yeah. Like, so cool. Were they the first ever grad class to go to Peter's Drive-In? I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's probably possible. It could have been yeah. the case. Probably around right? for a while. Yeah, so that's so fun. And the best part is uh, iHeartRadio uh, always free, so get it in your app store and, and play that in the limo as you're driving around Calgary or just maybe you wanted to relive, relive some nostalgia of your grad. Hers was last year in Calgary. It's Tate McRae. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. So many cool stories surrounding the Battle of Alberta. But Fuzzy, the one we're about to share right now is one of our absolute favorites. It's We'll drive you to Edmonton for 600 bucks. Yeah, this is a Kijiji ad that somebody put out for Flames fans looking to go to Edmonton for, for game three and says, I'm a professional driver and have driven people to Edmonton before. 
And then they asked, uh, saying $600, asking for the service, breaking it down, suggesting that six people go together, and then it works out to just $100 per person if you go and then come back that same night. Which, if you think about it, six people going up, by the time you drive up, go to the game, somebody has to remain coherent and whatnot, and then be able to, or you end up staying in a hotel, which the price of that adds up as well. Totally. It's way cheaper to spend $600 for a bunch of people to go up together. Heck, even going to a game in the city, and if you take an Uber there and back, you could spend close to $100, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Easily. Yeah. Driver says they'll wait for you while you're at the game. At the end of the game, take you back. And if you think about it, with the prices of gas and everything, this is a great deal. Can there be like 50 of this guy? This is absolutely brilliant, especially for game three, which lands on the Sunday Ooh. of the May long weekend. Which is like the bonus day because yes. like most Sundays you're like, oh, back at it. Yeah. Work, school, right. reality. Yeah. But Sunday of the May long weekend, it's a bonus day to do whatever the heck you want. Because you might not have to get up early on Monday. Yeah, this is brilliant. Hundred bucks a person. This guy's obviously got like a minivan kind of thing <laughs> that you can watch a couple of movies going on up there and everything. Maybe you replay uh, game one. Yes, I guess that's, yeah. that's 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 what you could do. Minivan, mega yeah. fun, right? <laughs> exactly. Ah, oh, this is so so smart. Uh, does it include a stop in Red Deer on the way up and one Ooh. on the way back? And will this person pull over on random spots on the highway when someone has to pee? Because <laughs> on the as way we, back? As, yes. as we know, after after a night out, it's yeah. a long drive. It's three yeah. plus hours yeah. back to Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. Will you pull over every time someone says, oh, I have to go. <laughs> but we just pulled over. Why didn't, you, why didn't you pee in Pinocchio? What's your deal? If anybody takes this guy up on this offer and you need a list of the best pee spots along the QE2, yes. I got your back. Send me a text. I will let you know the best places to pop a squat. Yeah, some some low-key, some right out in the open, but all quality pee spots yes. up and down Highway 2. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.